Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Low Bosworth, Dad Dogs, and French Manicures. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. We're back once again. Hello. Here's Ryan Houlihan. As always. It's your me, your guy, Jay Bird. Jay Tops. Jay Tops. Uh, it's been a, you know, listen, it's another week. A lot if, you, of if you could sum this week up in one word, would it be Laurel yeah. or Yanny? It'd be Lanny. <laughs> <laughs> Yarl. Yarl. Uh, no, look, it's a big week. You know, we had, we've had four solid, at least four, maybe five solid days of Laurel and Yanny content. Oh, it just which keeps I think, humming. Which I think is a great testament to how badly everybody needs something that is not Donald Trump <laughs> or like destruction in their lives i was like in an uh improv class for like eight hours and got out of it and i saw that that had been happening laurel and yanny yeah and i was like (laughs) i have a joke about this but like yeah it seems like it's past its prime like i'll tweet it out but i i'm with the understanding that i look like an old but no seven days later we're still laurel and yanny (laughs) yeah um so you know listen i listened to the audio file Mm mm-hmm uh, you know, and it's it's crazy how the mind can uh, sucks. Can, the mind is the <laughs> mind work. is bad. I said this before. Uh, the brain. I said this before we started, but the brain is the most unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah, which is why you don't you can't get it win a court case on somebody's memory. Yeah, you know you can't be like yeah I, he definitely killed him. It's also why I have no idea what I look like. Yeah. No, that's for the best. I think yeah. we all are having a different idea in our heads. You see yourself, and then you forget about it. That's how you can get through life. I saw not people, you, not you, but a person. Yeah, one. I saw people on Twitter doing the thing where they were like, "Here's what I think. I think when people were told it's either Laurel or Annie, they tricked themselves into thinking it. It's obviously Laurel. These people don't understand that when." They, and I was like, "Could we not do this?" So do it's need, like, do we it's need like, to make I mean, this I've a read, humanity I've read issue? a lot. I've read a lot of just scientific breakdowns. I mean, Vox and the New York Times. I mean, you know, all the publications are just breaking it on the fuck down Ugh. about Laurel and Yanny. <laughs> Um, you know, so there's stupid. a there's a thing in audio called transience. Like, I mean, maybe this is I'm not going to I'm not an expert. I know a little bit about I know enough about audio to be dangerous. A thing called transients, which are like kind of like sounds that aren't part of the main sound that are like around the sound. Mm-hmm. They're emphasized and fucked with by compression. I mean, that has a lot to do with why I believe why the thing sounds the way it sounds. Um, but but Yanny's not a word. I think that's the important thing to remember. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you hear Yanny. It's not Yanny because Yanny is not a word. Yeah. It's not a word. Yeah. Laurel Something's is a, happening Laurel with the speaker is a name. The Laurel and... is a name and a word. Yeah. And that's what the word is. Yeah. So you can hear Yanny all the fuck you want. Do we know where this came from? Who cares? Yes, there's an article about it. Actually. I'm not reading that article. There is an article. Not, nope. I want to say it's a New York Times article. Could be a, a New reporter. York. Could spent be a New a York. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna Google it right now. Where did Yanny come from? Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, I'll bet you. I'm gonna make a guess. Uh, I'm gonna make a guess. I have never Googled this. I'm gonna guess there are no fewer than eight separate stories on this topic. Okay. Individually reported. Individually reported <laughs> stories. The su- Time Magazine, the surprising origin of the Yanny or Laurel clip that's tearing the internet apart. I just want to say Wait. some people have war in their countries. On. The true wired. The true history of Yanny and Laurel. The Yanny versus Laurel debate is a perfect example of how bias works, says Quartz. Oh my God. Yanny or Laurel? Perfect. It's your example. brain, not your ears, that decides. Guest opinion. The uh, OregonLive.com. The fundamental nihilism of Yanny versus Laurel. He wired. That's in depth. Wired said, why does this recording of Laurel sound like Yanny to some? Snopes. Why we care whether everyone heard Laurel or Yanny. Are any of these written by Neil deGrasse Tyson? Is it Yanny or Laurel? Three explanations to the mystery of the audio clip. A linguist explains why Laurel sounds like Yanny. Yanny versus Laurel is the dress for your ears, says Slate Magazine on May 15th. This is fucking bullshit. I'm look, by the way, I'm fine. Have your confections. Enjoy your candy. Yes. I don't give a shit. Listen. Eat your fucking candy all you want. But, like, 
fuck you if you've done more than one fucking piece on Laurel or Yanny, okay? I'm sorry, if you wrote about it and you then you wrote about it again, fuck you. That's what I have to Listen, say. Listen, I watch four hours of Real Housewives a week. However, with that in mind, ICE is organizing an American Holocaust, and we're talking about Laurel and or Yanni I mean, I mean, in listen, New York Times I, I, Now, listen, I hear that argument. I don't think there's any it's shortage just... of outrage, you know. And people are like, "Let me have my fun." Science explains why this, this is auditory your fun? science explains why this auditory illusion makes you hear Yanni or Laurel. Says Self Magazine. The Mick Yanny... did not get canceled for this to be Yanny called or fun. Laurel. Yanni or Laurel, the new debate driving the internet berserk. The, that's uh, 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 NBC. Uh, the original Yanny vs. Laurel audio will finally settle this once and for all, says Mashable.com. City of Laurel. It's it? Laurel. City of Laurel, says the Baltimore Sun. City of Laurel, it's Laurel, not Yanny. Digital trends. You're not hearing things. Viral Laurel versus Yanny debate is an audio brain teaser. <clears throat> the New York Post says Yanny or Laurel. The internet can't decide. CBS says Yanny or Laurel debate divides internet. Courier and Press says, are you Team Laurel or Team Yanny? I'll fucking read this shit. I'll spend an hour reading You sound like a movie trailer. What's the deal with this Laurel versus Yanny nonsense? We asked an expert to explain, says menshealth.com. Audio clips burst social media debate over Yanny or Laurel, writes the Boston Globe. The News Journal ponders Yanny or Laurel debate over audio clips sweeps internet. Sorry, they're not pondering. That's just a statement. Uh, Here's Vox. Yanny or Laurel, your reality is an interpretation. Okay, cool. The dress all over again. Some here Laurel, some here Yanny, says CBS Minnesota. LEX 18 in Lexington, Kentucky. Laurel, Yanny, this sound clip broke the internet. So excited for the three Mandy Cowling and BJ Novak argue about Yanny versus Laurel debate. It's over, says People.com. BuzzFeed News tells you there is a right answer as to what the Laurel Yanny recording actually said, and we're going to tell you. I wonder how many individual pieces BuzzFeed did on Laurel and Yanny. Do we want to take a guess? I would say I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google nine. It. I'm gonna Google it right now. I'm gonna now. guess nine, including like community posts that uh, got promoted. Oh, this is gonna be fucking ill as shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> Buzzfeed.com. I'm seeing. We don't have a cybersecurity coordinator. One. We count foreign publication the for, uh, like BuzzFeed Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's roll those all up together. Um, there is a right answer. Morning update, there is no Yanny or Laurel. There's only the void. Are you Yanny or Laurel, the definitive test? Yanny or Laurel, what is happening in this recording? Yanny and Laurel, we know what was actually said. 18 celebs who chose a side during the Yanny versus Laurel debate. Here's what scientists have to say about that Yanny and Laurel recording. Uh, Yanny or Laurel, that's just a... That's just a page on BuzzFeed. It's a poll. 27 tweets you'll find funny if Yanny and Laurel are ruining your life. Are you actually a Yanny or a Laurel? Um, then there's, then we get into the Spanish version, a brief origin of Laurel versus Yanni. This is just Buzzfeed. Pick your dream slime ingredients and will, and will, if you're a Yanni or Laurel, that's just a weird typo in a headline. Pick your dream slime ingredients and will, if you're Yanni or Laurel, this is a community contributor. So that doesn't really count, I guess. Anyhow, I, I don't know. I don't know what the count was. There is at least 10. When is the outline going to start taking community contributors? I mean, soon. Yeah. Soon. You know, really soon, I think. Any day now. Yeah. Um, I love communities. I love like a MASH quiz. Like pick Which your... MASH character are you? No. <laughs> I'm Hot Lips of Lamb. <laughs> Anyhow, so America's fun. Um, and the Laurel and Yanny debate rages on. I hope that I hope that by the end of the month we'll have arrived at some definitive statement on I'd like to get Laurel and Yanny in for an interview, actually, if we could just, book them. Please, could book Tina Laurel Faye, and Yanny. do not let them do Laurel Yanny sketches on SNL this weekend. Please. Oh, she hosting? Because that'll mean Monday we'll have a whole bunch There's of stories no, about that sketch. Let me tell you something. There's oh. no fucking way. There's no fucking way. There's not some Laurel and Yanny reference. A reference or full-on sketch this weekend of Saturday Night Live. There just is no way that it's it like, doesn't happen. There's an industry of, like... Hoda, SNL, Ellen, and like Fallon exist on a spectrum for this specific content. Listen, man. Speaking uh, of content, speaking of content, the content that you specifically exist for, Mission Impossible Fallout trailer has been released. Oh, let's talk about something good. Okay, Mission Scientology. Impo- let's talk about, hey, hey, listen, Scientology's of, a lot of people don't give it the respect it deserves. Oh, but when you're an OT8 like myself. <laughs> It's I a hear whole the Met different... Gala's theme next year is the beauty of Scientology. It's a whole different story. 
Everyone's going to be wearing What's, gray. Let me ask you a question. Wear. Let me ask you a question, Ryan. Yeah. What's above heaven? You want to find out? Scientology has the answer. The new. Okay. By the way, what's above heaven is a fucking hard statement. I'm pretty into it. That's gonna be, the name, like that's gonna be the name. Of my, my that's a next, romance my novel. Book, my next book. What's above heaven? What's above heaven? And other queries. And other funny queries. It's actually <laughs> the page. name of my book is and other queries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. And queer is like has quotes around. Yeah, it. yeah and yeah, I've got good. like a little it's face. Queer. It's like queer. I'm doing yeah. a little face. That's very good. That's, I would read that. Would my read. name is written in my handwriting. Anyhow, um. <laughs> Anyhow, this the trailer. Mission Impossible Fallout trailer was released yesterday. This trailer, this movie looks so fucking good. I'm sorry, it makes the Avengers look like Justice League. Okay, that's that. That's a fucking diss, by the way. That's a diss. In case you're wondering. So if you had to t- pick between uh, it looks Thanos so and Tom Cruise, for... so Mission Impossible is the Avengers series for people who like good movies. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. End of podcast. Goodbye. Anyhow. I wish you and your family the very best. I, wish, I, do. I really do. I hope that your family gets to see Mission Impossible Fallout. This is not SpawnCon, by the way. This is just one man's passion coming to the surface. I feel like, though, that the trailer is 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 beautiful. It's uh, a triple-A trailer. Yeah. I feel like I just needed the trailer. I'll be honest with you. That last I mission. Like I, need to see the movie. I watched the last Mission Impossible movie kind of like, uh, I don't know. Mm. It was good. Sure. There's a scene in the water. It's good Avengers, crazy. but similar to the Avengers, it's the sequences that are good. But I'm telling you, this this like, one looks like it's all bets are off. All bets are off. We, it's, it, it seems Every, impossible. Everyone's back. It's almost impossible. It's not. It's just possible enough. That's what's so good about it. Anyhow, look, I feel you, like Ocean's 8 is my Mission Impossible Fallout. Ocean's 8 does not look good to me at all. I don't know why. I've tried. I've watched the trailers. I've seen all of the versions. I've seen the international. You could put Sarah Paulson and Rihanna I don't in. Know. It's too much. It's too much star power. Some movies, it's like enough is enough. More is more. Is I think that's philosophy. true of the other Ocean's movies. It's like a few. Like, we don't need all the people. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. People are like, oh, shit. It's like when Sting and, and Diddy did the duet. It was like, oh, my God, I can't believe yeah. they just brought Sting out. And then they bring, like, the choir out. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, Sting's here. Do you know He's what I'm talking about at all? 48 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is back in the Puff Daddy days. Yeah. The I'll be missing you. Yeah, that was Puff Daddy days. Uh, which is based on every breath you take mm-hmm. by the by the police. Mm-hmm. And he does the MTV a, a music awards performance. And people were like, "What?" No, it's like Puff, like Puffy's out there. Yeah, and it's like, okay, this is good. And then like the hook comes in, and fucking Sting rolls out. You're like these two, and people. it's like this was. By the way, this didn't happen that much in those days. No, this was like holy shit. It was like with Cher in the Jackson Five. That was the other one. It was fucking insane. Anyhow, um, but you know, I don't know the Ocean's films. I, I just they don't do that much for me. The other ones didn't, but I'm excited about this one. <sighs> At any rate, the Mission Impossible trailer looks fucking incredible, and Cruz, of course, does all his own stunts. Uh, and you know, it's just a, it just looks like a masterpiece. It looks like a fucking masterpiece. It's his magnum opus, and I'm very excited about it. And that's all I really have to say. I haven't been this excited about a trailer since I don't know what. I don't know. You know what I like the trailer for a lot, which I have not seen yet, but I'm excited about is you were never really there, which is a uh, Lynn Ramsey film. Starring Joaquin Phoenix, he's mm. wearing he's weirdly wearing the same outfit from I'm Still Here, and the title of the movie is very similar. Huh. But apparently, and you were never really there. He plays a, I believe, like a gun for hire who has to get into some really dirty shit. Trailer is really good. The original trailer, they have a second trailer that's not as good. But you know, I'm a connoisseur of trailers, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of bad trailers out right now. I think that the, it's not a great moment for trailers. No. There's, a, there's been a little bit of a, you know, they don't they haven't found their new sound. Mm-hmm. Like modern trailers have not found their new sound. They haven't found the new in a world. We're still coming off of. We're still in a kind of hangover from the Inception noise. Yeah, in oh trailers, God, the you know, worst. and and it like you know, it's like you can't get away with you can't get away with the souped up, um, you know, retro rock song. Mm-hmm. I mean that works okay. You I know, thought, or Kanye West power. I thought I thought um, Search and Destroy and the War for the Planet of the Apes trailer was pretty good i thought that's a pretty great 
application. This, by the way, still have not seen that movie, and it looks really good. Woody Harrelson apparently off the rails in it. The, I feel the, like the CGI monkey thing throws me. They look very real. It they throws very me real. off a little. The last one was a um, uncanny for me. I thought the last one was good. I, I remember the final uh, battle to be somewhat forgettable. I haven't seen War for Planet of the Apes. I, I of course, you know, I'm a huge fan of the original Planet of the Apes series. I, I don't understand why movie battles have gotten so bad. The, every battle in the Avengers is so boring. Well, there because, are no consequences. Yeah, of course, because it's all fake. It's just so bad. But, but the Lord it, of the Rings Two Towers is one of the best battle scenes ever. And well, it's all fake. Go back and watch it. What's it's great. Uh, it's 25 minutes long. War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, war is it? War for the Planet of the Apes? War of the Planet of the Apes? What is it called? War, war of the Planet of war the Apes. Of, no, War for whatever. Um, practical effects. I think a lot of practical effects in it. Am I crazy? They trained apes to talk and to walk like men and do science and to carry guns and to put on clothes. And it's all so they used a lot of real apes. And some apes were killed, I understand, in the production of that. But that's I mean, just gotta, to the verisimilitude. You got to break a few eggs yeah. to make an omelet. You got to make. You want to make a delicious omelet? You got to kill a few apes. I mean, but the amazing thing about the original Planet of the Apes films, highly influential series of movies. And by the way, if you haven't seen all five, if you haven't watched all five of the Planet of the Apes, and I know I'm just a broken record here, and I've already talked about this probably a million times in the podcast. Truly, one of the great cycles of filmmaking ever. Greatest cycles of filmmaking ever. Um, but, you know, they produce such iconic moments, like the only good human is a dead human. You know, incredible dialogue. Incredible. You know, you blew it all up. You maniac, you blew it all up. Never look at the Statue of Liberty the same. Damn you, damn you all to hell. When I look at the Statue of Liberty, I see it destroyed, a rubble on a beach. I see it with Magneto in it. Okay, that's great stuff. <laughs> Magneto. Let's get him back in the mix. There is a new X-Men coming, right? Magneto was right. There's a new X-Men coming with my man Fastbender. Yeah, and they keep putting it off. And my 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 uh, boy, uh, what is his name? The, the little ball guy, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. By the way, McAvoy. Oh, McAvoy, unbelievable! And he's in Split, right? Very yeah. good in Split. And they apparently have there is a Mr. Glass trailer, right? Or is this called Glass? I'm dying. I'm dying. Okay, does everybody know what we're talking about? M. No Night Shyamalan. And Night Shyamalan made a movie that was one of his not successful films that everybody kind of hated, called Unbreakable. Unbreakable. But I really liked it, and. Split is like a quasi-sequel to it, spoiler alert, and now they've made, and they've talked about this for a really long time, they've been talking about it for like 15 years, making a sequel to uh, Unbreakable, which they've now made, which is, I guess, about um, villain. his villain, the villain, Glass, Mr. Glass, Mr. Glass. was what they called him. I mean, when they when they dropped that shit in the original one, I was in a theater full of people, and they were like dying of laughter. He's like, they call me Mr. Glass, and people were like cackling, because it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like now in this in the in the grand scheme of things, when you got a Thanos walking around with his dick chin or whatever, you know, it's his bald chin. It's a whole different story. You know what nobody laughed at, but was a terrible movie that was ridiculous. What? Signs. Signs is one of the. I worst love that movies. movie. I hate signs. I love signs. It's a hat on a hat. Signs is it the is best. A hat on a hat on a hat. Signs is the best Shyamalan film. <laughs> what? Have you ever seen The Village? Oh uh, yeah, I've seen the, the village is good, but like it's when you terrible. when you watch it a couple of times, it's no lady in the water. Just kidding. When you watch the village again, you're like, oh wait, a lot of shit is really making sense now. Like, yeah. what's interesting about uh, the village is like there's scenes where in the early part you're like, oh yeah, like this none of this stuff is like matches up from a timeline perspective. Like the furniture and the clothes and stuff yeah. are like from different old periods. You're like those shoes are like, you know, we'll spoil not, it to everybody. Or, Oh yeah, sorry. If you haven't fucking seen the village, the village, it's like twenty five you know years old. The, the village I liked, but I had read a book, a YA book called "Running Out of Time" wow. by um, Margaret Peterson Haddix, I think. Wow, that um, <laughs> was basically the same plot. So when the movie started, I was like, "Oh, we're yeah. just pretending it's the past." Okay. Wow. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Anyhow, what else is there? Should we discuss? Uh, we should here? talk about Bitcoin, which is sucking oh, Bitcoin, up all the energy. This is, I mean, this is something that we wrote about ye on Wednesday, I guess. Anyhow, it's like you know, there's a, there's a there is a uh, study or a letter. Hold on, I just want to make sure I frame it right. A, a Lenny uh, letter. A letter published in the uh, Energy Journal, Jewel, 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 Jewel. How is that pronounced? Jewel, like the, like the vape? No, like Jewel, like J O U L E, like. Like the end, like the, uh, the singer unit song. of energy. Thank you. Oh, I was going to say the singer um, songwriter. That that the Bitcoin network is consuming um, 2.55 gigawatts of energy annually at the minimum, which is the same amount of energy used by the country of <laughs> Ireland, all of it. 
So you know, that's, great work, everybody. <laughs> so that's not good. You know, it's funny because nonsense money that doesn't exist. It's funny because people were were pinging me and they're like, and they're like, yeah, but like I'd love to know how much like Microsoft's data centers, you know, use how much power. And it's like, yeah, but Microsoft's data centers are doing all kinds of things. Like, yeah, they're not just like mining invisible currency that may or may not have any actual value. Yeah. It's like I guess now it has value because it used all that energy. It's like as if Pokemon cards needed a nuclear reactor to yeah. exist. I mean, it's like I guess it's like now that you've actually put all of this energy into it, we, into we better it, use it. It's like, okay, it's worth something. I mean, it burned a lot of energy. So, you know, it's look, I mean, but here's the thing. It's like that's just, this is not like getting better. It's only getting worse. And we're like Things are not that great when it comes to like electricity. Nope. Like like our means for of production for electricity, yeah, and the and the and the byproducts of production of electricity are not great. No. You know, and and we are continuing to but do that, this. That's like the electric car thing is like that we're setting ourselves up for when we're no longer using fossil fuels to create the electricity. But at the moment, it's just kind of a one to one environmental. Right. Anyway. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's really insane, and um, I don't know what we're gonna do about it, but we're Use gonna have to do something. Quarters, everybody. Quarters are great. You know what's great is money. Money's great. But listen, money, all of it is an illusion. You know, it's a concept. Yeah, it's a concept. So is everything. Everything's a social construct. So finally, we should talk about it a little bit because it's such a hot topic that um, will be embraced by many of the tomorrow hot topic listeners around the office. Apple is has been hit with a class action lawsuit. For being dum dums. Yeah, we talked about this. I think this was la- a little bit last week, but uh, on uh, f- oh, it was like over the weekend, basically. Um, yeah, they, you know, Casey Johnson, our future editor, has wrote, you know, maybe the definitive piece on on Apple's broken fucking keyboards for their new MacBook Pros and these butterfly keyboards. And now they're basically uh, there's a lawsuit that alleges that. They knew they were defective. They sold them anyway, and they basically kind of lied about it to people. You know, people come in and they're like, "My keyboard's broken." They're like, mm, "You have some dust under there," mm-hmm. and it's like, "Or we built a bad product and we're not taking responsibility for it." I, I think this is um, a lot of their design stuff to me feels like I don't know that this is better. You know, it's funny. A person wrote Just an article a while make. ago, which is Apple's really bad at design. You should check it out. It's on the it's on the outline dot com, and uh, it's like you know they do. Apple has gets a lot of credit for design. And I think they deserve a lot of it, but but lately, there are what some are like doing? there are some weird holes in their design that I think have created holes and notches that have created a real sense that there's a kind of slippage, general slippage. Now, Apple's always had little weird problems, right? There was like yeah. antenna gate, and there's you know when they released iWork, it was a fuck or not iWork, uh, uh, a mobile me, it was a complete disaster. Oh my God. I mean, it's not like Apple's free of of problems in the past; they aren't. You know, iTunes but forever. I, but I feel like it's been a it's yeah, but I feel like it's been an ever increasing like sort of laziness. Let me say design. this. I yeah. have no fucking clue how iCloud works. I have a bunch of storage. Oh, it's a nightmare. Things are moving and shaking. It's, it's one of the world's worst products. I'll I honestly, delete something off my desktop and then it's just disappeared off of every computer and device that I own. I even honestly, if it wasn't stored there. I honestly truly feel that their internet products have been some of the worst. Conceived, it's some of the worst conceived internet products in the world in history. Like I have a situation with I have iCloud Drive, you know, because I have iCloud iCloud service. I have all the drives. I got Google Drive. Yeah. I have Dropbox. You're, you're got, I have, you got drives. I get all coming out the wazoo. But 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 they're like they're like I'm like I need to use this file on my iPad. Oh, there it is, my iCloud Drive. It's like oh, it hasn't downloaded. I have to wait for it to download to my iPad now, and then I can open the file. And if I don't have connection. The file's just not, I'm not it's getting gone. it. Like, whereas other services are just like, yeah, we're going to, you just tell us what you want and we'll download it to the device yeah. that you want it on. Google Drive's Go- great. Google Photos. It's like, your photos oh, are in the cloud. The They're in the cloud. They could be on your device, but like, it's very simple what's going on. Yeah. You don't need to have them on your Apple device. Apple Photos, I don't know where anything is. It's when insane. I delete things, I don't know where they're going. No, it's a nightmare. The whole thing is crazy. Anyhow, the point is that Apple has now has like a, a significant, uh, uh, case against them that seems to have some some it has is grounded in reality uh, clearly a lot of people have had problems with these with these keyboards i need to buy a laptop no i mad. need to buy a laptop too you know what's funny is like no, i mad. you know i've been using a surface for a while it's like i like the surface i love it there are things about it that i actually hate but i need a new mac because everybody here uses a mac and my, my air, whole life is all mac shit. Yeah. they they won with their locking me into all this stupid shit well my mainly for me it's like we do keynotes and stuff and i need to be able to use keynote and i don't want to keep switching back and forth but i don't really want to buy another 
I don't want to. I don't want another Mac. Mac laptop. No. Like I just don't. The like, idea of going into an Apple store to me feels like going to the fucking dentist. It's the worst. I There's used to so, be so excited I to know. go to the dentist and the Apple store. Then I grew up and I was like, "This is hell. Yeah. You're evil. It's not good." When I walk past an Apple store, I'm like, "Ugh." No. I'm like, "Ugh." I'm going imagine. in there to what? To replace like, a lightning I cable that I know shouldn't. I, have I know to I dust. could buy something there. I know I could. You By could. the way, speaking of, this is a quick pivot we should talk about. I bought a Fitbit Versa, mm -hmm. which is their um, uh, Apple Watch. I like, see it. Yeah, it's what I'm wearing right now. Yeah, looks and good. I, I can say I really like it. It's all you need. It's like, but it's like, it's like it. First off, it looks a lot like an Apple Watch. Like people definitely are like, that's an Apple Watch, but it's square and not rectangular, which is actually good. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh yeah, like this is better because like round things, it feels more like a watch. Yeah, it's more like a round thing, but it's not round. Yeah, but also it's just ends so, up clocks should be round. It's so much, like, it's like so much lower pressure. In terms of like what it does, and also the battery life is insane. So it does. Yeah, like, you get like days. Right? It does stuff. Yeah, it does stuff. Like I can get my messages on it. And I can, you know, that's all I want. Answer a call. I want or whatever. to see a text message. But 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 like yeah, it's yeah. what it does. But it also does really good fitness tracking because it's Fitbit. And also, I'm um, this is not an endorsement, but I do I do weirdly like it. Also, it is like, I like seriously. I don't remember the last time I charged it. It's been several days. That's amazing. It's still got like, like 50% battery. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like that. You put on the charger for like. Or an, I will say the Apple Pencil is like that, that I never charge that. Yeah, but the thing. pencil is, you know, what are you doing with pencil? I do like sketches. No, I get it. It's cool. If you have, like, you want to nervously yeah. sketch, that's great. Yeah. But if you're. I color. I mean, if you're a. Yeah, coloring sounds like a great. Yeah, nobody's nice. doing work on it. No, people, I guess, are. I bet I, you know what Nobody I do with I the pen? Know. You know what I do with the pencils? I use it to browse at a distance, like in <laughs> bed. I'll like hold the iPad and I'll use the pencil, like, so I can. So I don't have to have the iPad like with my finger on it, which uh, is like actually yeah. really bad. It seems silly. You know, what, you know what fucking rips is cursors. You know what's great? A like, fucking mouse, yeah, a trackpad. Yeah, those a are trackpad, bomb. a mouse, a, an abstraction. Bomb of is shit. So you can like navigate without having to have your fucking hand on top of the thing. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes that just it doesn't. It's not a good idea. I'll say this with the Apple Watch. Normally, I'm a more is more man. I like things to do all the shit I want it to do. I love that my like Xbox. Oh, more is more. More okay. is more. I yeah. like that my Xbox has like a weird Dropbox app and I can browse the internet. I'm never going to do it. More is more to me. But with the Apple Watch, it's the first time that I'm like, do less, honey. <laughs> like, we don't need to be playing solitaire yeah. on our watches. No. Just last exactly. a day. Exactly Just last a day. That's what I'm saying. They, they put all of this energy in the wrong place. It's so weird. It's like, oh, you can do, you have a fucking Instagram on your watch. It's like, no one wants that. Who, I barely, I you usually know, no think Instagram's no too wants small to be like, on my phone. No one wants to be like, oh, yes, hello. Like, they don't want to talk no. into their watch. We are, I hate talking into my phone. Why it's would like I want a camera and cellular connection. I'm like, cellular connection. It's a nightmare. Anyhow, the Fitbit Versa, very cool. I got the, it's like rose gold with like a kind of it looks heather. looks good. It's like a heather purple strap. It's really cool. It looks good. I, I like thought it. that before because I've seen you had it on and I was like, that's not an Apple Watch, but it looks I good. like it. It's weird. I thought it was like a Samsung-y thing. I think they did a good job. Yeah. And it's not that expensive either. So there. Mm. There's my that's my tech review. That's for our the week. two so two upsides this week. Mission Impossible trailer. Yeah. Buy a Fitbit. And and, and go to we go to the see the new Mission Impossible and while tweet wearing me your Fitbit. Laptop recommendations that aren't Mac. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Give Ryan a laptop recommendation. Okay, Just we have boring. a we have a guest I'm very excited about yeah. who I want to I want to bring in. Uh and so let's take a break. We'll be right back with the Outline Social Media Editor and so much more, Brandy Jensen. What happens if you play Monopoly? With real money. You've got to pay the piper. Okay, let's pay the piper. There are no free lunches in this completely reinvented game of Monopoly. What does space sound like? What happens when you overwork yourself? Do you believe that work-related stress has increased? It reflects the fact of how little value we place on the well-being of human beings. The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a new story on the theme of power, power culture, culture, or the, the future. future. Handpicked from theoutline.com. Find us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, your Amazon Alexa Flash briefing, or wherever you download your podcasts. Also, you can say, okay, Google, play me the news, and we're right there. Oh my God, yeah! Make your mornings a little weirder. 
Uh, we're here with Brandy Jensen. Brandy, hello. Hi. Thank you for joining me. My pleasure. Uh, Brandy I is. Think. Bra- uh, well, we'll see, I guess. We're going to find out if it is. <laughs> uh, Brandy is the social media editor of The Outline, but I think that title is is does not do her uh, actual presence justice. <laughs> well, first off, you write you're a columnist. You write a column called Ask a Fuck Up. I do. I am our I am our resident fuck up. That's right. And you respond to other fuck ups with advice about their lives. I yes. You I tell try my people best. strangers. I tell people what to do with their lives, which yeah. is fabulous. Have you had any have you had any follow ups? And then anyhow, and you know, you're doing you're gonna do some other writing and some editing and stuff, and like I think that you're not just, I think social a, media just sounds like you're like, you do our Twitter, which you do, and you're very good at that. Thank you. You're in fact, I'm, Brandy, I'm a renaissance woman. Brandy, if you don't follow her on her own account, which is Brandy L. Jensen, that at is, Brandy L. Jensen, that correct? That's correct. J-E-N-S-E-N? Yes. Okay, good. I'm just like, good, because we had to give you a contract. Very impressive. Yes, I've remembered how your name is spelled. I'm pretty talented. But you're very funny on Twitter. Thank one, you. I think one of the reasons, one of the very big reasons that we were like, let's have Brandy come here and do this was like, everybody was like, she's fucking hilarious. And you, your, this, your genesis, the genesis of your Twitter persona. My Twitter persona is literally just me. It's just you. It's just I mean, you're just a person who's just being online. yourself on Twitter. Yeah. And people really liked it. And you've got like I mean, some people really fucking hate it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is the internet. I made uh, a the best decision I've made for my mental health in ages a while ago, which is that I um, muted notifications from anybody that I don't follow. So now I've got a bunch of like weird thirsty dudes and people telling me I suck. Oh my god! And I never in get silence. to see it. Oh my god! I never see it, which is delightful. Well, you've got. I mean, you've got a kind of. You're kind of like a triple threat to men on the internet because, like, you're funny. Um, you say whatever you want. You know, you've got a picture of yourself. You're an attractive uh, young woman here, and like that's for men on Twitter. There, it's t- too much for them. They have to respond poorly. Like, yeah, you know, you're outspoken. Like, mo- like moths to a you're flame. Funny. I get a lot of weird guys on Ugh. Twitter, and then I am like perpetually single in real life, and DM- I don't, I don't want to think too much about how those things might be connected. Are your DMs open? They are. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like, a wild fucking ride. It, I, I gotta say, like, okay, okay, let's talk about that. Let's 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 go deep on this for a second. Your DMs are open. You have 73,000 followers, which means, and by the way, a lot of your tweets, you're not just like a person who tweets and has followers. You actually have a really high, like people who follow you are into it and they promote it. Like, this is such an embarrassing conversation no, no, to have. Great. People, no, but like, listen, I tweet shit listen, all the time. Dorothy Parker would have loved this conversation. I, okay. look, I, there's just a certain, there's a segment of people. Look, I tweet shit all the time. And it's like, if it's not about a gadget, there's like 75 oh, percent of the people. If who I'm follow not me, tweeting about well, Real Housewives. That's right. it. There's yeah. no there's no response. But you, you, because because all your thing is like you're you. You're like I'm going to get uh, some lunch, and people are like five thousand retweets, <laughs> yeah. ten thousand likes. It's like it's which is a really interesting phenomenon because you don't see that too often. Like what's going on in your DMs? Like what's happening in there on a people any asking given about day? lunch? Well, I sort of I only jump in there occasionally because they're like could you jump compartmentalized. In right now? Can we see what's yeah, in there right now? Yeah. So I did. Um, I mainly keep them open because I do uh, for the content, right? And I will often just, like, make fun of the really <laughs> sad, horny men who wow. DM me. Attempts. All the incels. Um, Best although they've actually they've gotten really nice lately, strangely. I get a lot of people who tell me that they like my column. Um, a lot of great. Yeah. Your latest very... column. While you're looking through your DMs, I'm going to... And then, the, you know, they're just... Well, since there are a lot of um, legitimate... Um, pegging enthusiasts who yeah. reach out to me because of my bio. Yeah, your bio is behind every successful man is a woman pegging him, which I think is very good. Very, that's an original. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's yes. very good stuff. But I get a lot of men who um, I'm not quite sure how how they find me, but they are just like very sincere pegging enthusiasts. I did once uh, a guy sent me unsolicited photos of him. Naked with a dildo up his ass. Wow. But the funniest thing about the photo is that he's fully naked except he's wearing white tube socks. Oh, my God. And I don't, <laughs> I was there say. is something about that that I just found. It screams no. incel. You found fascinating. it excited? No, 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 no. It, no but it was I'm fascinating. Sorry. This to me is, I would say there's a couple of things. Like, I have, like, uh, porn pet peeves. Like, 
One of them is like if there's too extreme of a French manicure, if it's just over the top, I'm like, this is just a huge, it doesn't work. Laura actually pointed it out to me. She's like, there's all these like crazy ass French manicures that are so over the top. And now when I'm looking at porn, if I ever see, I'm like, oh, that's actually distracting. Josh, I do not want to talk to you about porn. No, but You're the my socks, boss. the socks thing. This is a in this zone, yes, we're all straight equal. men wear okay. socks. But the socks thing sex. is crazy. It's another one that's like, why are you are nude but for white socks? The socks thing is weird. Yeah, I get a lot of, I used to get a lot of unsolicited dick pics. Yeah, I was going to um, ask, like, you must Those be... have dropped off. Well, I did oh. sort of famously, I got a really, really bad one oh, no. that I just. Did you um, retweet? Did you put it out there? Well, I, I did end up tweeting it. I sent it to a bunch of my friends, and they had such hilarious comments that I would just kept tweeting their comments. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my um, God. Someone Can said you... that uh, my friend Jaya said that the dick looked like edamame. <laughs> Um, oh my god! My friend Tim was like, "If was that it... dick was a dog, I'd shoot it." Oh my god! Um, was it like a was it British or something? It was. And it, it's just What's a really, British? it's a really, really bad. Uh, is it flaccid, th- uncircumcised go, penis? Oh, uncircumcised. If I go through your media, will I eventually find? Oh it? no! This so this was like last year. Can I can you, I can show it to you though. I, I can mean, find I'm, it. I am curious. British. I mean, I, see I, t- I actually I sent it to uh, Leah and Casey not long ago. Oh, that's so. nice. That's so nice that you're sharing those I can... around the office. Definitely not at any kind of HR violation. I think we should have a, a release when people come on the podcast. I've just realized now that I you mentioned the porn yeah. thing. I, yeah, I, don't get me in, don't... in any in any situation in this office. It would be inappropriate for me to talk about um, what bothers me when I see porn, except on the Tomorrow Podcast, which has got to be some kind of space. Mm, maybe that's just a sign that we should avoid the topic. I don't know. Oh, Listen. yeah, there it is. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> I got to see this. I got to see this oh, it's so. It's so not... Who would? Why would you? I mean, I assume that guys like this s- must have some sort of humiliation. Fetish. Okay, oh, <laughs> I, not, I feel like I wouldn't be. I would be actively keeping the secret. Yeah, right? Yes, it's like Hashtag you want to put keep your, the secrets. You want to put your best foot forward. I also, I mean, I do. I really resent like a modicum of effort, sir. This thing is completely flaccid. Like, it's there's it's nothing. Not even, it's not even as if he's like he's like he's pulled out and he's at an angle yeah. and there's no, some lighting. There's he's nothing. just like, look how bad this I, is. I feel yeah, like if I, you're gonna send a dick pick unsolicited you need it needs to be no like, you just shouldn't no you just, you just never should you no. just you never should. Should. Yeah. Ev- never never even on grinder that's I like agree. please don't do that i agree but if you're gonna do it you need like a gregory crudson level production <laughs> you need i don't know if you know the photographer who does these insane staged photos you need like a team to to make it look good if you're gonna be sending dicks to people i don't think you should mm. i of course advocate against sending any pictures you know anybody. what i want sent unsolicited to me pick those little baby cherub photo shoots from the 90s like where they're and Gettys? yeah yeah sammy and, and Somebody Gettys. sent those, just send those to no you? i'm saying that's what i want that's don't send me want. dicks or just like the that. dogs who is the person who put the dogs in the flag? Flowers or what? Is the oh, same? Oh yes, is yeah. It, I don't know. If it, I don't know if that's Ann Gettys. It's like Ann Gettys did like the babies in the flowers, in like a pea yeah. pot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But no, but there's a like person who the does moon. that with dogs. Okay, they're send hmm. send dogs not is dicks. It William I Wegman? feel like that could be. Did I just make that yeah. up. Send that could be dogs mo- not, not dicks. dicks. Oh, it's is it William Wegman? I have no idea. Yeah, William Wegman the does these dogs. Love dogs. These things. You ever see these pictures? Oh yeah, I've seen those. These guys. Oh, huh? Good boys, all <laughs> this fucking guy right here. Yeah, some of those dogs. Are, I don't know that I. That dog looks sad. That dog looks like looks like his wife left him. <laughs> yeah, they all look like they're all like middle aged divorced. That's divorced yeah. dad as yeah. a dog. Exactly. Anyhow, all right. So Brandy, so so wow, we've been through so much in so such a condensed period of time. So anyhow, so you're very popular on Twitter, and people like you. You get a lot. Of, you get a lot of DMs. Not so many dick pics anymore, which is great. Um, you have this column, Ask a Fuck Up. I do. And I love the it. and the gen well, the column started you I tell me because it happened in our Slack. You were like Well, no, I tw- I tweeted a like sort of half joke um that I said I think that somebody should give me an advice column called Ask a Fuck Up oh, based right. on the premise that I refuse to learn from my own mistakes, but maybe other people can. Um right. and then I think you saw it and said that that's actually a good idea. Yes. And then and so everybody, guys... every literally every person was like, "You should definitely yes. do that column." Like, there was not, I don't think there was a person on the staff who wasn't like, "Do the column," um, and the column has been. People really like it, and people read it, and they seem to be taking your advice. I think they do. I have had a couple people follow up, so um, I think the the column that was most widely read so far is the the woman who was in a new relationship with a guy who was like just can an pe- astonishing piece change? of shit. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, oops, may have, you know, in the past uh, 
a real Ted raped Bundy. a few people. Like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, just real bad. And so yeah. I, you know, told her uh, under, you know, I was very clear that you need to leave this guy immediately. Yeah. Um, and she followed yeah. up and said, you know, like, shit, you're right. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need, you need just, an outside opinion sometimes. Yeah. I mean, look, I've been there. The whole, you know, the 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 point of the column is that I'm like, I'm not going to judge you for your um, decisions or mistakes because. I have also made them. <laughs> sure. But so. that's part of the charm of it. You had one, I'm trying to think of which one it was, but your, the gist of, there was like a, a, a phrase in it that I, I think about, and the gist of it was like, it's like you're not, it's like, I'm trying to think of exactly how you framed it. It was like one of these things where it's like you don't, you can't, if you're like, you've, if your behavior has been bad, it's like you can't just like, there is no like, Get out of jail free for having for like having bad behavior. I think you you phrase it in a very different oh, way. Oh well, yeah. So that I did. So Not in this one. It was in a different column. Yeah. So when I started writing the column, I was like kind of surprised by um, just the number of people emailing me with oh. some version of like I did a really shitty thing and hurt someone, and now I feel bad about it. How do I feel okay about it? Yeah. And I'm like, that's not. You don't. You don't. You don't get to feel okay. You I behaved just... poorly, and now I feel bad. Yes. And what you said was, and this is, I think, I I thought this was so good. Uh, you said, that's why I would like to take a moment to state something clearly. I do not think that the primary mandate of becoming an adult is learning to accept yourself if you are, in fact, behaving unacceptably, which is like a really amazing <laughs> statement like that I think a lot of people don't think about. It's like you don't, it's, you're not just like, yeah, I'm behaving badly, but, oh, uh, well, like. Well, there's, I mean, you know, one of the reasons why I was kind of interested in writing an advice column is that I wanted to push back against this general trend that I see um, in a lot of advice writing or even personal essays that, like, you just need to learn to accept yourself. You know, you need to learn to love yourself. And, I mean, at, on some level, sure, if, you know, you can love who you are, but, like, you don't get to love what you do if what you do is hurt other people. Right. Right? If self-esteem like, is your solution to every problem, you're Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, like the like guy— Like, this is just not—you don't get to feel good about yourself. All the time. If you are, like, just leaving a wake of collateral damage behind you, and that is other people. Like, we just—we live in a world with other people, and we're all responsible to each other. And at some point, you have to say, like, I can't just— treat people I, I right. like you have to confront the fact of others you but <laughs> George Costanza once said we live in a society yes. <laughs> but like the idea is essentially like you actually there is some behavior you probably need to f address like if yeah you, and just, you can't like, just don't... be like well I accept myself I'm a, I'm I'm a rapist but you know that's who I am well and just you know okay fine feel bad about it but then also don't you know like the, this, like, self-flagellating guilt becomes really performative, too, especially with men. Like, oh, I'm just, like, I've just, you know, hurt people all the time, and I feel terrible, and I can't, like, please, I feel so awful about Absolve what I've me. done. And, like, yeah. oh, now it's suddenly it's about me and my feelings instead of, like, the people that you've yeah. hurt and theirs. Yeah. And it's just incredibly tedious and tiresome. Um, well, and I have no time for it. Well, and so and it's as, just like, just don't do that anymore. As you know, you, as you just don't not. fucking do that anymore. So wait, the woman who the woman who messaged you and said, yeah, I really do. Did she get out of that relationship? Um, so she told me that she was she had decided that she was going to leave him. Although I don't know. I haven't followed up to you see her from her since. No. Should check in. I might maybe I should check in with find, her. Yeah, do like a follow yeah. up on that one. But I really like it. I really like the column because it's like you are don't you don't bullshit people. Like it's very it's very much like your Twitter. <laughs> it's very just real. Well, I mean, part of that is that uh, I'm I am a profoundly lazy person and writer, and so I tend to want to just like get my advice <laughs> dispensed with. Uh, sure. I, yeah, that's another way in which I'm sort of the like anti modern advice column, where you know you'll get like a three thousand word personal essay, and then finally at the end a bit of advice, and I'm like, man, nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I feel right. like the big trend. Right. It's like a big run up to yeah. that. So what I would do is, and it's like just start with that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the big trends in advice columns have been two things. One, uh, an advice columnist who isn't like a therapist and has never seen you diagnosing you in some way, even if they don't use the term, they're like, yeah. I think why you're doing this. And it's like, we're not talking about the why. Just yeah. tell them what they need to do or stop doing. And if the solution is go to therapy, it's go to therapy. That and self-care as 
the opposite of self-esteem or like a, a companion to self-esteem as the band-aid for everything. Like what we is, just sheet mask our way through this. Yeah. What is up with self-care? I don't get Cut it, it out, I everybody. I just feel like doing things that you enjoy, is it does it have to become self-care or can it just be? I think be... it is. Well, I mean, to ascribe a morality to doing things that you enjoy, which is healthy, but not necessarily a moral victory. It, well, it's, it's yet another what was once a like very uh, meaningful and salient political idea that was um, sort of surfaced by like um, black feminist radical black radical feminists in the 70s has then just become co-opted by by corporate feminism by as a way to sell by sheet masks <laughs> right yeah. no it's like hashtag self-care yeah it's, it's like... gotten really ugly well How? and it is it is that it like it becomes this very indulgent sort of gesture right like yeah. oh you know sorry i had to bail on your 30th birthday but i needed to like stay home and watch billions hashtag self-care like yeah. no you're just being a shitty friend or just like i had two bottles of wine and i like called my ex and we really had it out but you know what hashtag self-care yeah. and it's like a picture of them in the bath and you're like that sounds like you had a terrible night yes. well that will have bad consequences <laughs> what are you talking about not everything that feels good is self-care and also sometimes i think we need to think like self-care is good care about other people like yeah. care for other right. people is also right. a self-care thing yeah i mean i feel like in the true form of self-care i feel like a lot of the people who are doing self-care are like your situation's pretty self-care like 24 yeah. 7 like yeah like i see yeah. a lot of people where i'm like i i don't know man you're on vacation a lot it doesn't feel like <laughs> it doesn't feel like you are particularly in need of self-care mm -hmm. you know so honestly the people that i see using that phrase most now and, and often it's in places like instagram but it's other places i'm like uh what is happening in your life? It's I'm not no, I'm not judging. They may have things that I don't know going on. I just feel like to be performatively to your point, like I'm taking care of myself. It's like, well, good for you. But why'd you tell everybody? But also like you you probably have it easier than like ninety nine percent of other people on the planet. And so like maybe don't fucking broadcast it. I don't know. Well, That's just one man's opinion. I one mean, man's I would, opinion. Yeah. <laughs> um so Brandy, I want to talk about something that you and I have in common. I mean, we just talked about it previously, but not uh, on a recording, so I'm bringing it up now. You wrote a thing for um, The Cut. I did. It's called, they have a series called, I think about this a lot. I'm obsessed Right? They do these, they do these. Yeah, it's about your basis. own, like, sort of personal meme, like this, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like when I met Laura, she told me that she had had um, uh, good vibrations stuck in her head for seven years straight. <laughs> See, uh, that's me with Sister Christian. I've really? had Sister Christian stuck in my head for like the better part of twelve years. Is it just default? <laughs> it just goes back. Yeah, it's just, just everyone's like, if I'm not, if I'm not thinking about something else, or if I do catch myself in like a a rare moment of calm where I'm not online, yeah. then it's just that it really? starts up. It's weird. That's I crazy. don't get it. It's you're the only person I've heard besides Laura about me. It's a Gemini thing, and I was like, no, that's not a thing. When I met her, I remember she was telling me about it. I'm like, yeah, you're. That's not real. You can't have a song stuck in your head for like seven years. No, yes, you can. Well, apparently you can. Yeah. No, you I, I feel like can. I have a revisiting. Every time it's really quiet in my apartment, Groove is in the heart starts playing <laughs> in my head. Yours kicks the shit out of my head. I don't even like Sister Christian that much. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm plagued by this. I'm trying to think of the way Sister Christian. Is it the beginning of it? Yeah. And well, Cause like, then, cause her, I, her thing was the beginning of the song. Of of the beginning of good vibrations. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's definitely the beginning of songs, or like I guess even a lyric that sometimes like just to, a like yeah. when I get into my house, I think of the RuPaul line, "Guess who's back in the house?" Every <laughs> single day, and it's so irritating. That's funny. I, I wish I didn't. I don't have. I do get songs stuck in my head, but it's usually like a one small part of a song that I can't shake. Like, yeah, I'll do like one lyric obsessively over and over yeah, and over again. Which is like, the brain is fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, what is the brain doing? Um, so, the reason I'm asking about this is because you wrote a thing about the final scene of The Hills. I did. And can I you, can't. I can't stop thinking about can it. Can you describe to, see, I've spent a lot of time thinking about it as well. And in fact, like when people are talking about reality TV and shows they love, almost always I think back to this and think about how well, I, I'm gonna. I'll save my opinion. Can you talk a little bit about your opinion, what it is, and what is interesting about it to you? So, I mean, the way that I framed it in the piece is one of the reasons I can't stop thinking about it is that um, it was the first time that I realized like the TV was lying to me, and this was an upsetting thing, um, which is like that, a, a frankly embarrassing thing to realize. Watching about the final episode. watching, yes, and it so, aired on. Sorry, what is the date? It aired in 2010. Okay, wow. Okay, so that's. A pretty late stage revelation. Well, no, I mean, TV. I I was aware that like 
like fiction and scripted television shows existed before right. that. But the I mean the promise of reality TV at that point was that it was like unscripted and it was just a sort of it was real. You know, it was, it was real. Yeah. Right. Um. And in the series finale, uh, the way that it ended is that they the camera pulls back yeah. to reveal that they're actually like on a soundstage, oh, and so there was this so sort of winking good. like, oh, you know, we you've all been tricked. Um, they went out of their way to to make it like it's it's Brody and Lauren, right? No, and Kristen Cavallari. Oh, Cre- oh right, because yeah. like Lauren like yeah, she's like out. They or like she finally went to Paris. I forgot like they did the one of those things on that show where it was like the nope. last season was Kristen yeah. who sucked ass. She's Lauren's totally better. the worst. Yeah. I mean, totally sucked. I mean, the worst. I guess that's a like, universal feeling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Lauren was also horrible. No, they, but they Lauren were was all an terrible. anti-hero. You were like, Lauren is the breaking only, bad. No. The only the only good one <laughs> no, was Lowe. Was, the only good one was Lowe. Uh, Lowe was the best. Lowe was the wait, only. Lowe was the best. Wait, Lowe was the one who was always like, "What's going on?" Right? Yeah. Like, she was all like, I feel like in every scene she was like, "I don't get it." Like, yeah, but she seemed like the most mm. emotionally stable. There's a scene. Event. There's a scene on Laguna Beach where oh, one wow. girl is going for her Wicked audition at like that summer. She's going to New York and she's going to do a Wicked audition. And Lo is getting her nails done while she tells her this, and she's like, "Wow, big plans." And you can <laughs> tell like, she gets that it's all so stupid. Yeah. Wait, I want be, actually before we talk more about the end, I want to get think about this for a second. So Lauren was like the main character. Yes. Heidi was her be, was her friend who became yes. her enemy. Yeah. Heidi and Spencer, of course. As yeah. We all know. And then there was Adrena. Uh, Adrena. Who, who was a beta version of Sheena from Vanderpump Rules. Yes. Well, Adrena, Adrena was Shit. like, oh, Adrena yes. dated Justin Bobby, right? Adrena yeah. dated Justin Bobby, which was like, I have to say, I'm sorry. Johnny Depp. A fucking amazing, I, uh, amazing character. I love Justin Bobby. Yes, everybody loves Justin Bobby. You know he's a hairdresser now? He sure. was a hairdresser then. I thought oh. he was a model. That, no, that, no, he was a hairdresser. I thought he was a model. That uh-huh. was his, he was also a hairdresser. Yeah, Justin Bobby. Or a musician. Uh, Justin Bobby fits in with a long line of um, fictional men, uh, and that my affection towards them sort of explains why I pen a column called Ask a Fuck Up. Yeah. He's very much, he's like the Jordan Catalano. Oh, he's totally. Like the, fuck boy. He's like the Trey from, or Troy Dyer from Reality Bites. Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. uh, he's beautiful the, like, dumbass. Beautiful dumbass who will also still somehow manage to break your heart. Yeah. And then it's like Bo even, deep. it's even more ridiculous because this idiot managed to do it. Yeah, he's like a guy who's like, <laughs> he's like, uh... He's like, you find out he's cheating on you, and he's like, oh, is that cheating? Yeah. Mm, I didn't She's my crystal healer, and that was yeah, part of like, the therapy. Just like, un, just like, you know. <laughs> then he gets a promotion. It, no, Justin Bobby's an amazing character. And, of course, Adrena was, like, fully abused by him. I mean, not, yeah. like, physically, but, like, he clearly was, like, fucking with her. Yes. Yeah. And she was, like, uh, going, like, every possible mistake was being made. And I was like, this is such great TV. And then, wait, so... Uh, Low, she was kind of a side character. Yes, she popped in and out. Who else is there? There was a, wasn't there a girl? There was that... Whitney, Whitney, who Lauren worked with the at, city, and then she oh went on to do her own Whitney. one. I forgot yeah. about the city, Whitney. which was not good. It was terrible, no, so uh, bad. Because Whitney can't really. She, she can't. was like, it's going to be sex in the city, but oh. it's just me, and I'm not interesting, and there's no sex. <laughs> <laughs> Whitney, they so they did her show, and they had what's her name, Olivia. Uh, yeah, what is her name? She was supposed to be her foil. And and it's like you just found a random person and now I'm supposed to care about them like that. Not well, but that was is. the point. That was the whole thing, right? So when I was uh, trying to write the the piece I wrote for the cut, um, really was just the series finale that keeps popping into my brain because I've been trying to figure out. I've been really obsessed lately with like tracing my first full break with reality because wow. <laughs> none nothing that is happening right now like seems like it should. Be happening, but That's right. yet it clearly is. It's definitely right? and it, we, we're definitely we are now in a surreal kind of. We are yeah. living in what I what I have come to call the Mad Libs age because it's just like you know I and I so I try to trace it back and I'm like, was it when like Sean Penn interviewed El Chapo? Was <laughs> oh it god. when? Oh my god! Like you know, I forgot reality about that. is like a random word generator. Yeah, yeah was is. it when? Yeah, was it when like you know whatever other and then so I'm trying to trace it back. And then I was like, you know what? I think the first time that I started being like, wait, can I even tell what's real? Was real. Reality TV was the yeah. series finale. Of but the reality Hills. TV mm. is deeply. I mean, I think. I mean, I think this gets to. So just right. So the, the it ends with it's a scene between Kristen and Brody, right? Yes. Which they just like were like, yeah, I guess we'll also have you guys. They had a thing, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. And it's like they pull back, and it's like there's a bunch of crew people there. There's a fake background. There's like a boom. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. lit. It's like fake lighting. Makeup artists on. And the side. also like this whole thing has been a lie. Yes. Right. 
And it's kind of an amazing moment because because I always and I think I mean a lot of people maybe Brandy not you but I think there was a kind of sense of reality TV is like yes they seem they make it seem real but actually a lot of this stuff has been kind of scripted or like it's been like staged. Well, there was a sense that like it was engineered. You know, right. people were like right. put into situations, but like there's uh, no but, call sheet, but we're all going to dinner and the yes. producers booked it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, which I is how Housewives is yeah, shot. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I, the idea that these people like. Went to work, which is clearly oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Like yeah. they don't have yeah. fucking jobs at yeah. Vogue Lauren's or whatever. Like, oh, I have to get to work yeah. and do something, do work there. Oh, was Kelly Catrone? Was that her boss? Yes. Yeah. Oh she my worked god. There for a while. Kelly... Hell on Earth oh, okay. is one of the best television shows that no, has ever. No, existed. Laura and I were like so into Kelly Catrone. We were like, this woman is the fucking best. She's Icon. like so Icon. Kelly Catrone is fucking amazing. I completely forgot about her. Sorry, but you were saying that. These people are put together, but it doesn't, it's they're not actually scripted moments, yeah. And that felt like a very sort of winking admission of like, oh, we've you know, yeah, they were like, we got oh, one no. over on you, yeah. I feel like that that was basically saying, like, yeah, all of this was made up, yes, like they're like, all of this was a manufactured, not we, none of this was actually real, yes, and that that's our like wink to you. But it's interesting because no one had acknowledged it totally, like, in the product. Before that, I don't think. No, not yeah. I mean, they, I think reality TV people would were firmly insistent that yeah. yes, that, no, like, it's like, absolutely. But real. like on Bravo, they never. They're sometimes they'll talk about being in the papers, but they'll never acknowledge that they're on a television show that they're all making money from this. They'll fi- yeah, they'll fight mean, over like you don't have a job. It's like he's doing his job. The funniest right. thing is when they talk about you that know like oh I you know one character will be like I'm not lying to you I'm not lying to you and then they'll have the interview where they're like I was clearly lying to this person and then it's like never brought up again that yeah. the per- the other person is gonna watch that yeah and like like it you out. would just say there's footage just yes. tell me. Yeah. So, but it would be so much more interesting if they did. I would love to like see a reality show that was fully like that was like bitch. Yeah. There were cameras. I, wanna, I, yeah. like, yeah. see, I agree with that. I want to see a reality show where people are like looking at Us Weekly, being like, I can't believe they used this picture of me. Like where you acknowledge the publicity and all yeah. the shit that goes like around. Like the comeback. It. Does nobody do that on reality TV? Not really. I don't think love so. and hip hop. You get a little of it. Really? Um, oh, there's too many shows. But it, but Vanderpump Rules is the best reality TV show ever made. But I, okay, I, I hard agree. But I but they don't even. They live in shitty apartments and pretend to be waiters and you know they're making like 500 grand a year in diff eyewear ads but they're not making that much they are you think they are they are yeah they I mean they get paid to show up at clubs and stuff they get paid to post on Instagram they get paid to do fake book deals they get paid to they just get paid at every turn whenever I hear about people getting paid to show up at clubs I think of Slurms McKenzie from Futurama. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. I you know, know what you're talking about. about. Slurms McKenzie Slurms. is, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to go into it. It's so, uh, you know, it's just like, this would be like me talking about Rick and Morty. And I, and <laughs> oh I know God. for a fact that's, that's not a good please, thing to do. Please, please, no. Remember when Kanye was like, Rick and Morty's my favorite show? And it was like, oh, of course, like this makes perfect sense. Uh, but it's interesting what you said about like the break with reality and the Mad Libs um, concept because reality TV is obviously deep, deeply tied into the Whatever's happening in the world right now, like we are. Yeah, I mean, we we then elected the reality TV president. We, I mean, an actual, not like a. That's not like you're saying that, like, oh, he's the reality TV president. No, like that's that's literally that's a true. Was a reality TV star. That's actually what he's best known for, besides being Donald Trump, which is not a thing. I mean, it is a thing, but. But I, that was actually weirdly a little bit, I'm going to be 100% honest, slightly gratifying for me because I do so much of my work about reality TV and so much of my comedy <laughs> and my like, writing. You were like, my moments. Well, I just said, I was finally like, I told you guys this was important. Yes. I told you something was <laughs> happening here. The fact that like, like the, and that they're the most underserved or like least respected fans, but they they believe it all to be real. So it's a real kind of power that this medium has over people. Yeah, and but, nobody acknowledged it until we elected it <laughs> president. But reality, I mean, but reality TV is the is is the perfect entertainment for um, a collapsing uh, society. I mean, it's it is like yeah, watch sure. you know, I mean, all, it's like total voyeurism. It's it's. I love to live in a crumbling empire. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and we are we are in a crumbling empire. Uh, yeah. is, you know, it's like it's like uh, it's chaos art. It's like look at your neighbors and what they're doing. I mean, it's like a few degrees away from it's like, like Big watching Brother car shit. crashes and orgasms. It's a few degrees away from everybody just has a camera and you're like, I mean, th- well, but that is that's, that's Instagram, reality. that's yeah, social that's media. Anyhow. So it's a very anyway, dark time. Out I want to get you to watch Vanderpump Rules. I've watched it. It's great. Okay, but I, I want to watch it. the first two seasons. But I found the people on it to be intolerable. That's the point. No, but that like, they are like all the worst they are all sociopaths. They are completely irredeemable monsters. Emotionally broken psychopaths. Yeah. But like, but here's the thing. I we have such little time on this planet. You know, our you know days. What are they for? 
you know, as Philip Larkin asked in his great poem days, also Philip Larkin, famous Nazi, but great <laughs> poet. Um, but, you know, do I really want to how many how many seasons of Vanderpump Rules are there? Uh, six. We're in the sixth. OK. How many episodes are in a season? There started out being like 12 and now we're at 22 There's, or 24. Yeah. Many, but they are there. There's not a dud. There's not a dud in the bunch. I'm not even talking about duds here. Uh-huh. I'm talking about like, are you gonna when you are, when you're on your deathbed, mm-hmm. or when you're when the wave of nuclear heat is coming towards you? Yeah, North Korean nuclear heat, mm-hmm. which is also sounds like a great band that I would listen to. <laughs> um, do you want to be thinking? I I spent too much time watching Vanderpump Rules. No, uh, that, I won't think that. Do you want to do? How do you feel about that? Will you Will you feel that way? Will watching too much Vanderpump Rules be one of my like foremost regrets as yes. as a don't you feel uh, like... as a an interstellar object hurdles towards <laughs> yeah, the Earth and our no. You won't feel like you wasted time watching Vanderpump Rules. That's, that that is attitude not... is the thing that is frustrating to me. Why? I mean, what literally the, what the else? lack of respect for the what else what am I going to be doing? I don't know. Watching Charlie Rose? Like, uh, I mean, no. come on, I right? Mean... Like. It's no worse than watching baseball. In fact, it's better because uh, you're dissecting uh, human Oh, no. I feel the same way about people who watch no, baseball. I mean, my only if, – if if it was announced tomorrow that, you know, there was some sort of impending apocalyptic event and we yeah. had 12 hours, uh, my only regret would be, like, that, that I had treated people poorly. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I wonder what my regret would be. That I mean, and I feel like I don't use my body enough. I'd like to be, go for a run at some point in my I life. Yeah, fuck running. <laughs> I think I'd be really pissed that I didn't have more time first. Then I would be bummed about my daughter. This is very depressing. Then I would get fucking so high that nothing would matter. I and would you would finally every, finish Vanderpump Rules. I, I would do every drug and do a marathon. I'd put it on fast forward. Yeah, I put it on like four X speed and get through all of Vanderpump Rules as the as the comet hit the planet. All right. Well, look, Brandy. I don't want to keep you in this horribly hot room for too much longer. <laughs> it is very warm in here. Um, you're going on. You're going to do a podcast. A podcast or radio with Dan Savage. Uh, I think it's technically a podcast. Am I allowed to talk about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to do. You're it next on week. the twenty second. We're recording on the 22nd. I oh, don't, don't know, know when, when it's actually airing. Gonna air, but, but he invited you on. Yes. So to... I think he has this segment uh, where he uh, gets other um, writers, advice columnists to offer a second opinion. So. Yeah. And you're going to be offering opinions to the to his fan base. Yes. Are you excited about that? I am. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, Dan Savage yeah, is huge. He has a lot of listeners. So. Sa- is he a controversial figure? Or do we like Dan Savage? Uh, Ryan? We've run the gamut, and really? we like him now. What happened with Dan Savage that he, he was controversial? He was very fat, shamey, misogynist. He supported the Iraq War. He oh. had some weird biphobia issues. He had really? some tri- maybe transphobia stuff. Really? He had Body some. Shaming, he, and, he and Lindy he was West. awful to Lindy West. Well, he, he was? Lindy West to Lindy West. I love Lindy West. It's been, there's been, Whoa, like. he was but, awful to Lindy In I, what context but, was he awful to Lindy West? <laughs> he was just very uh, like emotionally abusive because of her body and her quote unquote health and like constantly pressuring her to change. She writes about this in her book and it's beautifully oh. written and I'm not going to recap it. But I say keep away from the bodies. That's my thing. But I'll say this. There's a lot of stuff to He is one of the for. people who I think has learned in public really well and I'm okay saying I think you've learned. Let's move yeah. on. I'm not holding this over you. Yeah. You learned in public. That's great. You know, it's funny. I heard Andy Cohen on uh, Howard Stern the other day and he was talking about wearing a uh, man who never learns. He's talking about wearing Dolce and Gabbana uh, after they had that whole thing with yeah. like gay marriage or whatever. And he was like, "Well, I went and talked to them, and they explained their position to me." And I was like, "Okay, I feel like I'm comfortable now wearing their clothes." I'm like, "That's not an excuse." Nope. You're like, "Oh, they explained their position about how they have shitty ideas and are mm-hmm. that are against your ideas." And you're like, "Yeah, I'll wear their clothes." It didn't seem like a good excuse. I like a person who can be like, "Yeah, I that was the mistake." Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah. To admit your mistakes. Oops. That yeah. Was, that was my I bad. feel like I do this or, all the time. I'm a hypocrite a little bit. Like, We're you know what? Hypocrites. Yeah, I'm a hypocrite a little bit. That's a totally fine thing to say. It's okay. You, look, if you read Ask a Fuck Up, you'll learn that everybody, everybody is making mistakes. All of us. And every sometimes day. all you need is to just say, listen, Oop. I, I'm not a great person and, and I accept myself. You know? <laughs> I'm not good. I'll and take, that's just but, who I am. But I love my asshole self. I'll, I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'll take, a little, I'll take like, a little time for me. Yeah, little hashtag self-care. I'm going to put on a face mask and just live with me. <laughs> and, and know that me. I'm the best. Yeah. All right, Brandy, any, any final thoughts as we as we wind down this whirlwind of a conversation? Anything you'd like to share with the tomorrow listener? What's your one piece of advice for them? Yeah. 
What is a what is a piece of advice you'd give to anybody? Big or small? And everybody. Um, do you feel on the spot right always now? Always tip well. Oh, that's a good great. Wait, what if the service is bad? Tip well anyway. Still tip well. What's a, what, you need to have you, a standard tip, and if the service is good, you go above. Let it. me yeah. ask you. And by the way, I always that's how they make the I tend to over tip because I'm bad at math, so I just go right round. I'm like, I'll Beautiful. go up. I'm like, I'll make it a, a, a zero at the end, so I'll go like up to whatever the next zero is, because I'm, again, very bad at math. Fifteen percent, if the service is bad or no. Mm-mm. You do mm. twenty no matter what. Twenty is my like baseline. Yeah. That's yeah. baseline. And yeah. then if you did a good job, even mm-hmm. just were nice to me and brought me some extra mayo, I will throw five bucks on there. You know what? I feel like the thing is, and I actually might have been talking about this with somebody recently. Now that I think of it, I feel like it's like not tipping somebody well doesn't actually deliver the message. I feel like if your service was really bad or something, I really was a server for ten years. When somebody didn't tip me well, I just thought that they were an asshole. Right. And you know what you say? You tip them well. You whatever. Here's your full tip. Um, just as a note, I had a really good this, but um, when you did this, it no, made me feel that. uncomfortable. Just, no, just keep your mouth shut and yeah. keep it moving. I think, if I'm here's paying what I think. money, here's what I, I think. Know. Here's what I think. If the, situation, if the situation's so bad that you feel like you're going to tip poorly, it's like, just do the tip and then talk to somebody. If you're like, wow, this person was a was the worst waiter That's what I mean. I've like, ever had. Actually bad. Like, like there's I mean, a you're cigarette not in my food. Change. Sure. A, what a weird social contract where you're like, I'll affect change to this person if I just give them like $3 less tip. Like, yeah. I don't feel like anybody gets that message. No. no. They're just no, like, this I just person's cheap. You're cheap. Well, look, Brandy has to leave. She's got to get to her next, whatever it is. I'm sure it's like <laughs> a column, a tweet. But Brandy, thank you for joining us. Thank I, you so I much know, for having I know me. Contractually, you're obligated to join uh, the Tomorrow Podcast uh, whenever I ask. But it's <laughs> nice that you did it uh, uh, with using your free will. Um, no, that's not true. But this was very enjoyable. You have to come back post Dan Savage. Sure. And tell me how it was. And also, I think that, you know, once you've, once you have your book ready, once you've got enough of these advice calls. God, writing a book seems exhausting. Again, I really need to I really need to focus on the fact that I'm an incredibly lazy person. Has anybody reached out about a book? No. I bet somebody will. I feel like getting other people to do half the work with their questions would be a great way for me to do it. Yeah, you only have to write half yeah, the book. Yeah, exactly. That's a good deal. All yeah. right, Brandy, thank you for being here. Now <laughs> thank you're, you so you're, much. you're free to go. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best, though. I understand your family's just encountered the trained apes from War for the Planet of the Apes, and things aren't going well.